Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with Mikey Meatballs, Babyface Joel Solomon, and my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Harry, Brother Bry, and Darren the Parlay Kid. How are you guys feeling? What's going on, Sal? Feeling pretty good. Hey, Sal, what's up? What's up, Sal? What's going on, buddy? We are back from Las Vegas. It's now Tuesday morning, so we've had a little time to... Uh, I think I'm okay. I think I, I feel all right. I don't know if this is something supposed to hit me tomorrow or whatever, but just a little sleep, sleep deprived. We had a good time. Uh, I don't think anybody won money. And when I say I don't, anyone, not just the four of us, like anyone in that party we had in Vegas, like no one out of 150 people. I didn't hear any reports of anyone leaving. Maybe Mikey Mack and chat. They won a craps or something, but they were probably mm-hmm. pretty cryptic about um, how much they walked away with, but did you guys, how'd you guys feel? You, I feel like you still have the shirts on your back, so that's good. Um, no, I lost, I lost a ton between <laughs> black, blackjack and baseball, blackjack um, but sucks. I chucked, I, I chucked it up to the trip. So bad. I, I, I chucked so it up bad. to the trip. Although I will say it's funny for a party of, uh, for your party of 160 people. It is funny. I do think there are really only a few degenerates there. Like myself, yeah. you, Thank Chris, you. Mm-hmm. maybe you can count Harry in terms of the amount of money we were betting or losing, but everybody else was kind of, you know, just p- betting a, f- a few bucks. I was, I was saying, actually surprised. It's, I was it's surprised. embarrassing um, getting done gambling at 5.30 in the morning, walking to your room and seeing people wheeling out their luggage that are leaving <laughs> for like an East Coast flight <laughs> early. Like, oh man, what a loser I am. But speaking of losers, Harry, how did you do? You said you won in roulette, then what happened? Well, yeah, I mean, it was wild. I mean, Brian and I had a good time uh, playing roulette on Saturday night and throughout the whole trip. I, I counted. I kept track of everything. I won $2,500. That's good news. $2,500 at roulette. I was on fire. The only problem is I was down 3500 if you include video poker and sports. I think you have to include that. Yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> you and yeah. your brother. And giving, and giving my brother money. And giving my brother money. How much did you give it. your brother, Cal? Probably six, seven hundred. It's so unfair for someone like him because he's not very mobile. As soon as he walks like 20 steps, he starts uh, sweating. It's like becomes bitching, Patrick, it, bitching to me. Patrick bitching me to get on. Yeah. I called him Patrick U E W W I N G. But yeah, because he's disgusting. <laughs> but it's really not fair because a guy like that has to sit and they're like, okay, how can we get $80 an hour out of this monstrosity? Right. Like, let's just put a, a video poker machine in front of him and he just doesn't have a chance, right? Parley kid, you played it pretty conservative, right? You were just basically sports. Yeah, I stick, I've, you know, me, I stick to uh, the sports and, um, you know, just a total, uh, total debacle. Uh, this weekend, I, I, if I bet, um, you know, uh, we're there, say, four days able to bet. If I put in about 30 bets in, probably hit about six out of the, uh, the 30. So there you go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. good. That's a uh, Mets screwed an absolute, us too, guys. You know, <laughs> you're, you're I'm putting a lot of parlays in, and uh, I, it was just a uh, – uh, it's a rough one. But you know what, Sal? Uh, if you, you go to Vegas, you, you just – you have – an, an idea of what you want, you're willing to lose. And I didn't think I lost any more than what I was willing to Not lose. Me. So at least yeah. that's the case. Nice, yeah. And by the way, we did, did Harry a, buy uh, that shirt in Vegas? Do you see this shirt he's wearing? What is that? Golden Girls? On Golden Girls. Oh, no, I bought, 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 Ken bought that for me in Vail. And I, I had to get away from Vegas so much so that I just went. And right now I'm doing the show from Anchorage, Alaska. You know, oh, that's right. You're in Alaska right now. Yeah. 
That's so funny. Rob Parker, our buddy Rob Parker, went on a Golden Girls cruise in Florida. And uh, <laughs> he said it was the easiest time he ever had hooking up with, uh, I guess, like 65-year-old women. I don't know. Uh, Parley Kid, though, it should be noted that you could have saved yourself a lot of money because you, in fact, put it out there that you would never gamble again. You, you'd be, retire from gambling if Jalen Suggs was not selected in the first four picks. Yeah. And that was the first time we met up. I think you got to Vegas a day earlier, but we met up and we saw that pick go down. He was not, that draft was a disaster. That set the tone for that us. Set, Sal, that time. so set the tone. It was stunning mm-hmm. because we were in the sports book watching it and you, we couldn't hear anything, of course. But uh, I was very comfortable because the first three picks went exactly the way you thought. So not right. only did I have Suggs to go uh, under four and a half, I also had the exact uh, order of the first four, with Suggs being the fourth. The first three were easy, easy, easy. I thought I was on easy street. And yeah, you're right. I, you know, but look, I can't. I'm a, I'm an idiot, so uh, hmm. I can't be blamed <laughs> for saying what I That's said. That's uh, And and That's true. and here's and here's the that. thing with that, Sal. I did mm-hmm. put money. It's not like I I put it out there and didn't put money on it. I had money on it, right? And I lost on it myself. So, uh, but. Suggs, I will be putting money on him to win Rookie of the Year, and I will be re- oh, wow. I will be redemption time because he'll be the best player out of this draft. Mark my words. We got best killed. We got screwed. I mean, we, I, I, you know, it, 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 it's my fault because we um, I bragged. I took a lap because we gave our picks like on a Thursday, <laughs> and then the the right, and then the draft is the following oh. Thursday. I'm like, look at this. Everybody's moved. Every line movement has moved one. Mm-hmm. Or um, money why like Suggs actually was off the board at that point, but everybody mm-hmm. Brian's moved. Through, Brian, what was your pick? It moved three. I don't want to talk. Mitchell, about yeah, Davion Mitchell moved from like either nine 12, and a half or ten to twelve to and a 12, half. Yeah. Right, and we we had yeah. the money. It was all on our side except we were off by like eight picks. <laughs> like my Moody pick was off by like a, yeah. a million picks. I needed Charlotte and they, and they couldn't take him. But anyway, we are here to preview the AFC East. It's time, guys. It's time to talk football. And for the next eight episodes, we're gonna break down. Each division, starting with the AFC East. Uh, Joel, you want to jump in real quick with a one last party thing? Uh, I had some quick over-unders if you guys w- oh, wanted to do these. Uh, just to yes. re- recap the weekend, I, I figured do it in, in gambling terms. Uh, mm-hmm. So how many total hours did Brother Brian sleep from Friday night to Sunday morning? Talking total mm-hmm. hours over under 12 and a half. Mm, easy under. That's under. a fair easy under. That's two nights. I'll take the under. That's that's Friday night. It's time to go to bed till Sunday morning. You're saying? Oh, that's that's under. That's two nights, right? Ken says he saw Brian in the in the room like five minutes each night. Yeah, that's under. I think. Yeah, well, Thursday. Yeah, th- uh, I would say yeah. Thursday night, Saturday night, I definitely slept about I don't know an hour and a half, and then <laughs> Friday night. Friday night I barely slept, but I did go back to like I did go back to the room and fall asleep for like three hours. There so you I, go. in three nights it was probably like seven hours. All right, that is cool. all right give, yeah. give us another one. That's way that is correct. It is under. Uh, <laughs> all right. How many women in relationships did Martin Weiss hit on? <laughs> over wow. over under one and a half. Uh, it's definitely over. I, I know it this, for a fact. Bro, Parley Kid says he'll never gamble again if this is wrong. He says over. Yeah, we'll go over. That is way we'll over. over way over. That, Rest in peace, Martin. I he, hope you made it back. I have to say, Martin, o- what a cool dude, though. 
Like he he definitely <laughs> I talked to him yesterday. I, I really like character. Martin a, a lot. Blast Taller. Martin. I, Martin is a much bigger do- guy than I thought, though. Much bigger, <laughs> much bigger. For sure. This was ninety percent of the conversation. Who's taller or shorter than anybody that yeah. we thought? Like Joel, everybody was like, so people were Jen Piacente was a lot shorter taller. than I thought, but Who was? Eddie was a monster. Jen Piacente, I thought I thought she was taller. Oh, yeah. But yeah. but uh, but uh, but Eddie Spaghetti's a monster. I yeah, mean, we talked all about of our that. asses together. It's ridiculous. That was really funny the way wow. that broke down. Like we, we were like actually analyzing him before he got there, and I'm like, nah, two oh five. He's slender. He wears these tank tops. Like that's it. And then Brian's like, nah, I think like 2.30. And then Michael's like, well, here he is now. He walks into the bar, his hulking figure is basically <laughs> right. a big dude. <laughs> like Schwarzenegger's yeah. son or something. Wearing a Pedro Martinez Montreal <laughs> Gentle giant, jersey. though. What a uh, nice, nice That's guy. Right. Gentle giant. All right, All right. Well, more Vegas. Oh, God. Give oh, me one more. Well, God, one, more let's, one more. Uh, who did Harry talk to the most? We've got Todd Furman, even odds. Clay mm-hmm. Travis, five to one. Mm-hmm. The, the waiter uh, handing out food at Major Domo, 12 to one. <laughs> oh, Angie, 150 to one. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. The, definitely not field. Angie. Yeah, heck no. It wasn't Angie. Yep. Uh, wow. Angie. Not Angie. Yes, he was into that waiter. I saw him with Furman. I think he had Furman locked in for an hour, but I'm going to say he was uh, talking to himself. I think he was talking to himself. Does that count when if he's cursing himself at the roulette wheel? I, I saw him swear and then turn around and slap his obese brother yeah, in the stomach. He, he that, refused that to talk so. to his brother. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I'll, I'll take the field and I'll say uh, Wade Siegel. all right lots going on there wade is definitely the best looking guy out of all you guys from yeah Uh, for sure i I don't know he took took over joey (laughs) i I will say meeting parlay kid though for the first time i've never played organized football i don't want to play organized football but i would run through a wall for parlay kid (laughs) when when you meet him he is uh inspiring he i he really is uh I don't know how how Mikey did it, but I, I'm willing to run through a wall for him. Okay. Uh, or nice. go get him, or go get his wife bottles of water, which he <laughs> made me do. <laughs> That's good. All right. Well, we'll do the wall thing next time we meet up in Vegas. Let's just do it every July 31st or every whatever right. the fourth weekend in July. Let's just freaking do it. Uh, doesn't have to be about my birthday, but right now, from the inspired, as Babyface put us, to the uninspired. Right now, it's time to deep dive into collectively crushed soul of the degenerate trifecta in a segment we hate to call Bed Aches Las Vegas Edition. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Yes, Bed Aches brought to you by PropSwap. I forgot we had a song. That's how out of it I am. It's the number one. <laughs> best-selling song I, I can't even let it play for god's sakes all right harry start us off you know what i'll start us off with the bedding but i'm gonna say a good thing here for caesar's palace good job by you i had a michael thomas ticket 10 to 1 odds 200 on it from 2019 to have the most receiving yards i think it was receiving yards it won the rule usually is that you can't cash it uh if it passes a year I'm like, oh, man, this is 50-50. I had people telling me, people like who know about these things, like Ken Kestenbaum said, no way. It's Las Vegas, Nevada law. I was like, oh, my God, well, that must be it. He's never wrong about these things. But then Harry and um, Todd Furman, who worked behind the counter, said, oh, they're, they're just dicks if they don't um, allow you to cash it. And not a word. 
I just handed it in. Actually, yeah. she went to her supervisor, and then the money was right in front of me. So good job by them. I'll say my bed ache, a Vegas bed ache. This is on me. Waking up late on uh, to bet the Blue Jays Sunday. I, I, like I, I love them, and the sports book. I guess it's it's on them that they're not open past what ten or eleven o'clock, yeah. Harry. Yeah, that's so, about right. Right. So you got a decision at this time to make. of the year. Yeah. If you're rolling into the hotel at four thirty-five a.m., you're like, shit. What am I gonna do? Do I have to wake up four hours in four hours and then go and then go back to sleep, or mm -hmm. there's nowhere to put a bed in at four thirty in the morning unless you get spoiled by these apps and everything, which which we are. But so that's my bed egg, Harry. What's yours? Yeah, you know, I guess I had a I had a parlay uh, during the while we were there, and I had uh, Zarev in in the uh, tennis at plus four hundred to beat Djokovic. <laughs> In the Olympics, which he did at plus four hundred, and then leading into which play, which went on at like four o'clock in the morning, uh, I figured Djokovic would be more focused for the U.S. Open coming up and the Grand Slam, so he would lose somewhere in the Olympics. Plus four hundred parlayed to on Friday, your Mets against the Reds, and they just laid a laid an egg, total bomb, and that sucked because that was a the bet everyone put up money for you too, which sucked too. Where uh, for your birthday present, uh, I was like eight hundred bucks from the Mets, and they just yeah. Totally thank you for that. Friday. That was that was yeah. rough. Yeah, you had me. Uh, you bought me a uh, birthday gift. It was the Mets to win, and uh, they did not win. And then the what was it? The well, the diamond. Who was it to the, not the, score? The, the, the Astros, Houston, San, San Fran. Fran. Yeah, Houston, San Fran. And it was single, single, single. That was it with nobody yeah. outs, and that bet was done too. In the top of the first. Yeah, Harry's bad beat uh, Bettix was staying at Bowie's. I think. <laughs> uh, Harry's bad beat was uh, playing video poker at Bally's. What a barrier. When people say don't play video poker, don't play slots on the strip, they ain't lying. How about don't parlay a plus 400 with anything? Like you win that. That's uh, that's right. I know. Right. You doing? I know. I'm such yeah. a, Just take it. Such, a, take such a jerk. All I'm right. such a jerk. You're a jerk. Uh, brother, uh, parlay kid, what do you well, like? So I What's think we kind of just discussed my bed ache was just going to be just that. So uh, we talk about your birthday gift because, uh, you know, you and your, mm -hmm. uh, the friends from, uh, Elwood here back home. We're like, what, what do you get a guy that's got everything right? Like for, oh, for his birthday. Mm, right. Mm. Uh, so <laughs> we said, well, what's better than maybe just pooling a lot of money together and just putting mm -hmm. some money on some games for South. So that's what we did. And like you said, so we, we, we put a, a good chunk of change on the Cowboys to win the division. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, three to two odds. I think so. You still got that. So we debated, um, had you stayed about 30 more minutes in the casino with us, we would have oh. put the same bet in on Saturday for you. We would have had the Mets and the over, uh, the under, uh, or zero runs in the first inning in the Astros. Uh, uh, was it Diamondbacks? Or Giants. 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 Yes, Astros-Giants game. And that one. But since mm. you left a little early, we said, you know what? Let's get this bet in now. So, of course, mm. we put those two in. Both of them are easy losers. And they would have both <laughs> won on Saturday for you, Sal. Uh, and they would have and both the Mets, won and the Mets on Saturday. Saturday. It just figured. It Mets just figured. Yep. Yeah. And the Mets, yeah. Mets rally in the ninth yeah. and, and oh, pull it, it out later. It would have been so exciting, extra. too. It just figured. We were like, oh, it just that's just the way it is yeah. out there. So. I uh, happy birthday, I will tell you this part hope like you, it. Hope well, you enjoyed you. those losing tickets. Well, that was a nice one. There's still one alive. What is it? The Cowboys, the Cowboys. to win the yeah, division? Yeah, you got the Cowboys to win the division. But I'll say this. 
parlay kit. A Go lot of people too. got me that outside of even that group. A lot of people ended up getting me anywhere from $20 to $50 futures on DAC or the Cowboys win a division or the Super nice. Bowl. So it, it ain't happening. No, not nice. It can't happen. No. That's the way it's happening. That's it. Like 15 Washington, Darren. Washington, oh, Darren. I'm going to sell them all on prop swap. I got to get rid of That's these That's what we said. Now. We said right. Sal's going to be selling these on prop swap. That's what we said. <laughs> Brother Bry, what do you got going? What was your betting? Well, the first one's not sports related, I will say. So I will say for Vegas style, I mean, staying at a blackjack table with Sal uh, and just continuing to lose money, more and more money um, hour after hour is probably my worst betting. So I, I do like playing cards by myself. That's the one thing. I don't want anybody messing up my cards. But I will say Sal is the best person to play blackjack with because he is so funny. <laughs> You'd never want to leave the table. Just the comments he says to the dealer <laughs> or one of our one of our midget friends gets carded and Sal goes crazy on them. I mean, it was such a good time, oh, but I just great. kept I kept losing and losing and just taking out five hundred dollar chip after five hundred dollar chip. Uh, eventually, I just ran out of money. Um, so that that <laughs> was that that was the first night. The second night. uh we had this guy DJ who just continued to just kill us, yeah. uh, turning turning five or six cards into twenty one. No the whole table got either. A, whole care. table got obliterated. Yeah. Um, so that was. Damashek uh, not- was funny that night too. It was we're going after this guy, asking questions, bringing the pit boss over. Why do you force he- these guys to wear medallions? And then the pit boss kind of got mad. <laughs> oh my it was, gosh, it was, it was kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> um, a, a ton of fun. But so Brian, I I'll say, say this: I every table I sat on, whoever was to my left, whoever's third base, um, no matter what, man, woman, uh, people, I, they they staying on thirteen against a picture card. That was it. I couldn't even. Well, leave. I had to shift my sight. I'm like, I can't look at this anymore because it's going to screw me. And eventually, I'm going to say something, and I'm going to get thrown out. Or you can go to another table and then just not sit with your friends. But that just sucked yeah. every time I sat down. Whoever was, yeah, was right next to I me. was gonna say the girl next uh, to you. And that's why I hate playing with strangers, because we're all with we're all, all friends are together, right. and then we have one stranger. Uh the girl had a 15, she was at a five against the face card. What and are you doing? She had and her fi- idiot 15, boyfriend's 15, giving her advice. She's like, no, stay, the, baby. You're good, the, baby. The like, boyfriend, uh, and then she she stayed. It was one of the it was uh I had so, a lot of money on the table for that hand. Yeah. And then we knew that that hand by staying, she screwed the whole table. Yeah. Um, so I, I just can't. I, it's I, the worst. That's why I just don't it's like playing with, with, with. I had a others, nice stack going. Strangers. I did the Brother Bride thing where I just stacked the green chips. I think I started with 50 and I won four hands in a row. And all of a sudden the stack was taller than Mario, our friend Mario. And I was like, let's just, I'm just going to go until this topples over. Don't call her me out. And of course I lost. I think it was like a seventeen hundred dollar hand. I I did that uh, all weekend, yeah. and I only uh, hit one one big hand. Yeah. So I'll, I'll say that, and then I will say quickly. I did have a really bad sports beat. You know, I, after having a bad weekend, it turns to losing money. Uh, although I will say, as long as you don't have to go to the ATM too many times, it's not that bad of a trip. Um, There's no Western night, unions nearby. You uh, really have to go. You have to look for them. It's true. So on my extra point pick that I put out on Monday night. Um, I decided we're Sunday night. I don't even Sunday night, I guess. Um, I decided to go with the uh, USA, I, Spain getting 12 against USA uh, last night. So mm. and then I I bet it at 13. So I decided I didn't even text you guys this, but the game goes off at, you know, like one o'clock or 1230. I decide I'm going to stay up again and late and watch <laughs> this game after getting no sleep. Um, what happens? Well, first of all, Spain was up 10 in that game early, yeah. uh, late second quarter. They're up 10. 
but now uh, 20 seconds left in the game. United States is up 12. Spain takes a three-pointer. Durant blocks the shot, uh, gets the ball back, dunks it. With 14 seconds left, they go up 14. Uh, inbound the pass by Spain, they just run the clock out. Yeah. So you would normally think you would just no run works. the clock out. Why the hell is Durant in with up right. 12 with 20 seconds left? Uh, so that last second dunk by Durant oh, uh, co- cost me an extra points pick. Uh, but it would have pushed on the extra points back, but it cost me a, a real life bet, which Jeez. was fantastic. I'm pretty sure, Sal, you and I, I think, had the over in that game, too, and it just came on. Yeah, we did. Right? I love the over. Yeah. I well, love the over. It went, it went over. It, it it went over on the that last dunk, at least officially. I don't you guys might have gotten no a lower way. number. What? No, it was yeah. off. Well, we have 70, 179, right? No, Probably yeah, we had one uh one eighty, Sal. Right? One eighty, one eighty five. What did it end up? Seventy five. One seventy six, I think. It finished yeah, at. Shit. But I think the final, I think the, oh, maybe the final for the second half went over. Yeah, I, I think, think that actually, was it. USA that now, yeah, yeah, yeah. USA men's minus 320 now to win the gold medal. I think so. They're, yeah. What are they? There's still a double digit favorite against Australia, right? 12 points. And then yeah. against France or Slovenia, they'll be a few point favorite at least, I think. Yeah, Slovenia. Slovenia might be less than ten, but yeah. Slovenia is like minus only two and a half against France, so we don't lost. sleep on it's Fournier. So don't out. sleep on him. Yeah, I know that's your guy. <laughs> that's your guy. Can our friend Alec give us a break from texting us about these idiots that never play that just signed a one-year, eleven million-dollar contract? Like, who cares? I know, and that's the thing is, I. I have to pretend I think these Knicks signings are good, but even though I really don't, <laughs> just because it's like I, I can't really agree with Alec on this. Right? No, never. No. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, let's uh, hear the music, Mikey Meatballs. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. Yeah, betting brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Football season about to kick off, and PropSwap is here to make this your best season ever. With PropSwap, your bet doesn't need to win in order to make money. You just need to improve on the bet. The average seller on PropSwap makes over $500 a month just listing and selling tickets. You hear that, Harry? $500 a month. Impressive. Pay for a tiny slice of your gambling addiction. Why not? Right now, though, Russell Wilson and Justin Herbert are both 20 to 1 odds to win the MVP. Which player is more likely to outperform expectations this season and have value to sell on prop swap? Fellas, your answer. I like both of them this year. I really do. I, I would say Wilson. What do you guys say? I like Herbert. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say Wilson. I mean, he's he's a guy, right? He's always by like week ten. He's yeah. in the top three for MVP, and then he falls exactly. off. Exactly. Parlay Cat uh, out of those two. No, you know Herbert. I, I like that. Pretty close. Yeah, I like. I Pretty think, close. Yeah, it's very close. Though. I mean, All right. either way. But I, I think I bet I bet Wilson in the in the casino there. So that's maybe why I'm partial. <laughs> Remember, making your bets always go for two. Make two tickets on the same team or the same prop. So you could sell one for profit and keep one to leave yourself some skin in the game. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap, where America buys and sells sports bets. All right. AFC East, let's do it, guys. We're here. Why wait any longer? It's August 3rd. The next eight podcasts, we're going to go over each division. And then in September, we'll go over some specials and, and player props and stuff like that. We'll hit some player props here, too, 
as they are uh, as they are connected to the AFC East. So let's start with it. All right, AFC East. Let's look at the division. The Bills, the Buffalo Bills, thirteen wins last year. They're the favorite to win the division at minus one forty. Dolphins plus three forty. Patriots plus three seventy, and the Jets are seventeen to one odds. Uh, I don't know, guys. I asked you guys who's going to win the division, and no one bit. No one at all bit on any other team, any team other than the Bills at minus. 140. So we could go over it 13 and three. Let's just go over there, over unders here, since we all took the Bills. Bills are at 11. The over is minus 110. Like I said, 13 and three. Now that's quite a drop off. Yeah. If you're saying a 13 win team is going to only win 11, considering there's an extra game to make the playoffs, they're minus 410. To not make it is three to one odds. I'll start it off. Sean McDermott's team. I'm going to say a push. This is a very, very weak way to start this um, breakdown of the East. Now, let's look at the team. They made the AFC Championship first time since 93. They returned 21 of 22 starters. I feel like we're doing the college breakdown again, but that's pretty magnificent. I know the Buccaneers return all 22, but Bills, 21 of 22. Um, Allen was terrific, 4,500 yards passing over that number, over 35 touchdowns and over five rushing touchdowns. He's the first player in NFL history to do that. Their scoring defense, here's where I'm a little worried. Their scoring defense fell from second to 16th. Um, They lose, um, who do they lose? They lose Trent Murphy. They lose a couple players on defense. I don't love, they lose Josh Norman, maybe not the greatest, but that defense might not be better. I get it. They got that Rousseau on uh, from Miami's good pressure with Ed Oliver on the outside. They also got that Basham, the defensive end from uh, Wake Forest, 20 and a half yeah. sacks. He was the best on the board. Um, six and oh against the AFC East. That is going to be tough to replicate. Yeah. That's why I'm saying it falls right on 11. Uh, and you could bet exact odds on this, brother Brian. I know you're doing this later. Yep. I should have looked this up. But it's uh. It's five to one. Five to one odds that the Bills fall right on 11. Now, that's something you could hedge out of if they're, you know, 11 and five going into the last week or or 10 and six going into the last week. Um, Either way. But I like the Bills right on 11 for a push. Parlay kid, you like them over. I like the over. So, look, uh, 13 wins last year, like you're saying. Uh, Quarterback Josh Allen is probably just going to keep getting better. Diggs was just a fantastic. How often does a trade like the one they made with Diggs work out exactly the way you would hope it mm-hmm. would work out? That couldn't have worked mm-hmm. out any better. And so, see, what I'm thinking is, is you know, McDermott's a defensive-minded coach. The defense mm-hmm. is going to improve this year one way or another. I know uh, there was some draft picks made on the defensive side. Not a lot of other changes were made on the defensive side. Uh, but they did have some games where defensively they really struggled, um, especially in games where they went up big and teams came back on them and their defense couldn't stop anybody. Uh, but that being right. said, I do think we see an improvement in defense. McDermott is a defensive specialist as a, as a head coach. He writes the ship there. And the Bills, they win at least 12. I, I think they're going to go, uh, they'll win five in this division. Uh, they are, I think, uh, in this division, um, 
Well, actually, maybe in the whole AFC or the NFL, they may be the best team in football. So I think they're yeah. getting to 12 mm-hmm. uh, and maybe even 13 again, Sal. So let's roll with them. They added Emmanuel Sanders. So they'll yeah. run a lot of three wide sets with Sanders, mm-hmm. Davis, I, and Diggs. And I think um, I think in year two, Zach Moss, the running back, is going to be a, a much bigger factor than he was mm-hmm. in year one. Um and Singletary will take more of that like third down back role. I think Moss eventually wins that job, and uh, he he'll be the, uh, the 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 main running back there. Premier back. Yep. I gave him losses at Miami, at Kansas City, at New Orleans, at Tampa, at New England, and I love Atlanta this year. So I don't know why. Week seventeen, I gave him a loss there. I gave him six losses, but schedule wise, they have seven quarterbacks, and they face seven quarterbacks in the bottom. 20%. They have a weird one, week five and six, Sunday night football at Kansas City, and then Monday night football at Tennessee. That's their tough stretch. Harry, what do you have for the Bills? Over or under? Yeah, I'm with uh, I'm with Darren. I like over 11. I think they can easily get to 12, maybe 13 again. A lot of times last year, too, Parlay kid was correct, where the defense giving up points late because they have such a lead early. I still love their secondary. I love Micah Hyde and uh, Jordan Poyer. Um, uh, they're tough to just straight up bills at home, 10 and one in their last 11 at home, tough to beat them in Orchard Park. I think that might be like a three headed monster. They got now running back wise with Singletary. Darren mentioned, uh, Moss and they picked up Matt Breida from the Niners. Um, Sal, you mentioned Mayon Sanders, a veteran, re- re- uh, wide receiver to help with that, uh, with the core, um, with a second year starter now central Florida, Gabriel Davis, who had a nice season last year. And again, the bills. Picking up Stefan Diggs, probably the greatest yes. trade they've ever made in their history of their of the oh, franchise. Sure. I think over 11 here. And again, about a month ago, we went over MVP. Allen is definitely up for that. That's who I gave out. So Bill's over 11. You know, the 13 and three and they lost that Hail Mary game to uh, really could have had 14. Arizona, points, yeah. Right. And then uh, mm-hmm. the big game, well, the game we thought we would, they would lose is Miami in the last game of the year when Miami, if they had won, they'd make the playoffs. They won like 56, 27 or something crazy. Yeah. Uh, Bri, you're making it a clean sweep here for Buffalo. Well, I, I had the push. You like it over also. Yeah, I like the over. I mean, Allen really turned the corner last year. He definitely seems like he's a legit top five QB now, if not even better. I mean, at times it was funny. I mean, he looked a whole lot like uh, Mahomes at, at times last year. But I guess the one thing you could say is, was he helped? Was a guy like Allen helped by having... No fans anywhere. Mm. Could it be like in the bubble last year in the NBA where, when those guys were putting up 50 every night? Um, it's possible. But that being said, Sean McDermott really has outperformed every year he's been a coach. I mean, you know, you were just saying before, I mean, they finished the season going into that championship game 11-1, and one, right? Mm-hmm. They won 11-1 in their last 12 going into that championship game, and that one loss was that Hail Mary, right. which they should have won. 12-5 and five seems right. Uh, they're at KC, Tampa, and Tennessee. But there's a possibility. There's a possibility they're favored in all of those games except two, right? I mean, that Kansas City and Tampa game might be the only only game they're underdogs in, potentially. Yeah, I so, guess at Miami, they'll be a favorite. Uh, at yeah, I think, we, I, I think week two, I mean, I've seen lines already. So, like, you know, week two, they're already a favorite at Miami. Mm-hmm. Um Mm-hmm. So, Who knows what New but, Orleans will be Thanksgiving? But. It, yeah, I mean that's the thing. Who knows with some of those teams? But if you look at it right now, I'd say they're probably going to be favored in, in at least fourteen of those seventeen. Games. Right, right. Um, but yeah, you have to love their receiving core. Bringing in Sanders too helps. They've one of the best secondaries in football. So if they can get good production out of that uh, defensive line, they should be 
an above average defense to go along with that uh that great offense. So I do I do think twelve and five, uh thirteen and four is very reasonable. All right, for this there you team. go. And to make the playoffs minus four ten seems like uh even with the push I have them at eleven. I think for sure that's good value for them to make the playoffs. So now you have to pick who's the second good if there if there is a second good team in the AFC East. So you're picking between the Patriots and and uh Dolphins at this point. Dolphins were ten and six. Their over-under is nine and a half now. Um, you know, they have a first time, uh, actually new offensive coordinator splitting the duties here. This doesn't happen, Parley Kid Matt, much, right? George Godsey and uh, Eric Strudville, right? That those guys' name? Studsville, sorry. Chan Gailey resigned. Those guys are in. Uh, like I said, they lost 56-26 to the Bills yeah. in week 17. They started one and three and then went nine and three down the stretch. It's really, it's two things. Do you believe in Tua? Do you believe that he's just going to get better from year one to two? And do you believe in this defense? Um, the defense lost Kyle Van Oy and Shaq Lawson. They went from 30 points a game to 21 points a game. They led the league in interceptions, 18. Xavier Howard now kind of holding them hostage, right? 18 yeah. months after a, a troubled background is now demanding a, a trade or contract or something. Uh, Draft-wise, they get Jalen Waddle and Jalen Phillips. They cornered the market on all the <coughs> Jalens. So now you got two and Waddle, the Alabama connection. That should help, I guess. And then Phillips is a defensive end for Miami. They passed on Quiddy Pay to take him. I'm going under. I have them eight wins. I have them eight and nine. Yeah. Uh, what are their pluses? Will Fuller. I think that guy gets hurt. Like I said, they lost guys on defense. Mm -hmm. I don't know if. Brian Flores, what he does with this team. They go to London to play Jacksonville. That'll be a win. But week 16 to 18, they're at New Orleans, at Tennessee, and versus New England. Uh, I have them marked for nine losses and under Parley Kid. You agree? Yeah, bingo, Sal. Um, there's something about this Dolphins team. I know, look, they've, they've put some weapons around uh, Tua right now with the drafting of Waddle and picking up Fuller who I believe is going to miss game one uh, from uh, his suspension still. Yeah. So, uh, but I, I really feel like last year they overachieved and maybe this year they come back to the pack. Just look what happened in that last game with Tua quarterbacking, right? Uh, is, I, I don't know, is the shine off Tua a little bit? I think he has a lot to prove. I just can't bet on Tua winning 10 games this year. I just... Can't yeah. bet on it. I didn't see enough from him. I didn't see enough from his arm. I didn't see that ball coming out of his hand the way I see it come out of uh, a lot of other quarterbacks' hands. I didn't, I, I, you know, I thought coming out of college, his arm was a strength. I don't know. Uh, I, I didn't see it as a strength of his. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to get the ball downfield on a consistent basis to these weapons. And I could see the Dolphins mm -hmm. fans clamoring for, uh, Jacoby Brissett to uh, take over eventually uh, uh, right. with some frustration from two. I'm not saying two is going to be uh, a bust, but I'm just not sure if we saw enough last year to say that this team's going to win 10 games. Uh, I, I have to take the under here like you, Sal. So uh, let's uh, let's say the under. Well, you said they helped them out a little bit. They got Fuller, right. who you know stretches the field, except when he's not on the field, which is almost always. Yep. And they got Jalen Waddle, right? Okay. Speed and who we played Alabama, with in college. So yep. Right now, they need it because 
they had five touchdowns of 20 or more yards, which is the fewest in the NFL. Somehow, they had 25 points a game, which was the most for the team since 1986, which is weird to me. But, And I don't love passer rating, but under 100 for two of his last six starts. This is boring. We're all going under with Miami, right, Harry? You're going under in the <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, look. Under, look, you said, Sal, you said yourself, you have to, do you or do you not trust Tua? And I don't. I mean, I don't know if he can get it done in the fourth quarter when the pressure's on. Last year, Miami was my best bet over six wins, but this year I'm definitely going under nine and a half. Uh, Miles Gaskins also, uh, he's not happy with his contract situation. Uh, Ten wins last year, but five of them were by Fitzmagic, and that includes that miracle uh, ending uh, sorry, Bry in Las Vegas against the Raiders. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, that was that was something else. So they were very fortunate to get to ten last year. Uh, Tua doesn't have Fitzmagic, uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan, to get it done for him and help him out this year. It's going to be all on him. And I just think ten is a lot here. And the Jets are improved. The Patriots are improved. I just don't think they get to ten. We see Tua against Trevor Lawrence, uh, probably. I'm guessing in London. Uh, that'll be fun. October 24th. Yeah. I, oh yeah. Gaskin. Like, fun. how did this team score 25 points? Gaskin had led the team with 972 scrimmage yards. Yeah. I mean. Uh, I don't know. You know, I, just, yeah, so I, I, I don't love this team. And Devontae Parker doesn't stay healthy a lot sometimes too. He got hurt early in the season. Yeah. I know we say running backs can be like a dime a dozen sometimes, but there's not a running back there either. Tua thrives off that play action. And I don't know if mm-hmm. they have a running back scary enough to really make you bite too much yeah. on it, you know? So right. that, that could this team too. hasn't won a playoff game in 21 years. Juan Stat was the coach. Wow. There, so that's wow. amazing that that hasn't. All right, Bri, clean sweep here. Like we said, Dolphins under. Yeah, well, it's funny when you said the Dolphins-Jacksonville in London, and that made me excited for football. The fact that that game yeah. is a game like I, we would look forward to at 9.30 on a Sunday. like that. Well, they got to get all the, the teal-colored great. squads in there and, and, and <laughs> confuse right. everybody, yeah, for sure. The London Jaguars. Uh, I know, but like I want to like the Dolphins here. I want to go over. I, I mean, look, if Tua is really good, they should be very good. I mean, they, ha- they have – they do have a lot of weapons, but look, Tua was not good last year. Now, do I think most of that had to do with the injury, having no training camp? Uh, probably. I mean, that probably was a reason why he wasn't very good. But now, do I think he can stay healthy is the thing. And I, I don't know. I, I think it's too much to risk here. So he came up limping a few times in those games last year. And I know this was right after the injury, but they were very eager to pull him out as soon as he was limping just even a little bit. Mm-hmm. So... I'd be worried about that the most. But when you watch them last year, their defense was all over the red zone channel, right? They, yep. they came up with turnover after turnover. I mean, how many fumbles did they get? Uh, that can't happen again. We don't know what's happening with Xavier Howard. So I think this team, more so than probably any team we go over, might have the biggest variable, right? Like right. they could go. I wouldn't be shocked if you told me they went 6-11. and 11. I wouldn't be shocked if you told me they went 13-4. and four. Mm-hmm. So, uh, But I think there's more likely... Uh, I, I don't think necessarily Tua could stay on the field healthy for a 17-game season, so I'm going to say under 9.5. I'm looking. I gave him the win on that that London game against Jacksonville. I'm looking at some of their other primetime games. Versus Baltimore, home against Baltimore. I gave him a loss. That's a Thursday night game. 
Uh, and is that it? No, they're at New Orleans, December twenty well, seventh. That's a well, Monday night game. The I gave that big game of the season is probably Week Three at Raiders, right? Like if they can't, you know, yeah. If they if they lose a game like that, they're pro- they're done. Right. I mean, they start yeah. off at New England, so that could give you a good yep. uh, yeah. indication of who's the second. Yeah, they have a team. tough. They have a tough stretch. So it's New England, Buffalo, Vegas. Well, the Colts, Colts were Tam- four. Tampa. Now the Colts aren't as uh, threatening, but yeah, well, Tampa's there. Uh, I guess right five. by then could I guess everybody will still be out, but I guess they could come back. Yeah. So there you go. All right, we're all going on there now. I'm looking at this now. What's a better bet? Dolphins to not make the playoffs at minus one forty four, or the Dolphins under nine and a half at minus like one twenty five. I think one thirty five. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, one thirty five. One thirty five. One twenty five. I could be wrong. I think Dolphins to not make the. They could still have ten wins. They can go over nine and a half and not make the playoffs. Am I wrong? Especially That's in the true. AFC. That's true. In the AFC, yeah, sure. you could be looking. Sure. Those wild, those wild card teams could be. I think I'm going to take yeah, that. I think I like. Yeah, that. because yeah, that's a good one, Sal. Because the division, like if Buffalo wins it at 13, yeah. whatever the wild, the wild card, the wild card teams are going to be. It could be, you know, yeah. 11 so if and you six. have if you have another one from the West, this is probably not going to be one from the South. At least one from the North. And well, we're going to talk about it now. I like the Patriots. Their over under is nine. Over is minus one forty. Um, I like them to have 10 wins. If you look at it here, you know, we all know what happened. They had the losing record for the first time since 2000. They missed player. They missed the playoffs for the first time since 08. And then they went, the old man's like, get me out of this. Do you want to be remembered as the franchise that was all Tom Brady? Or do you want to win a little bit before I hang it up? And they spent $288 million in the off season. Um, Mac Jones, you know, Aguilar and Janu Smith had career highs last yep. year. I, I, I kind of laughed those signings off, but those are decent players, uh, especially for a quarterback situation that is so up in the air. Hunter Henry was added. Uh, Trent Brown was added. They lose Edelman, Joe Tooney, uh, tackle Marcus Cannon. Um, I think they're going to be all right. Somehow, you know, we saw we saw Cam. He was terrible. He was bouncing balls to receivers. It was awful. He's going to start things off unless there's some miracle or some injury in the preseason. I don't think Mac Jones gets the nod. They were number four rushing offense because of Cam, I think. 146 yards a game. Damian Harris was like the one bright spot of that offense. Uh, He had over five yards a carry. Um, You know, they play seven quarterbacks in the bottom 20%. Five of their first seven games are at home. I like them to win 10 games. Yep. I think they're better than the Dolphins. I have them doing well in the division, uh, beating the Dolphins and then at the Jets. And you know what? I have them winning that week four game against Tampa Bay. Ooh. That's going to be huge. I, I mean, like maybe that. Maybe they lose so, a well, couple after that. Wow. Okay. I win. I think they win that game. A parlay kid, you're well, with you know, me look, on the I've overnight. Said, look, they were my uh, sleeper Super Bowl pick uh, in Vegas. Why one prop? Uh, uh, thing mm-hmm. I bet was uh, Belichick to win coach of the year this year at uh, 18 to one. Uh, I do like the Pats this year. Uh, and I so look, like you're saying, like, the look at the beginning of the schedule home versus the Dolphins at Jets, home versus the Saints, home mm-hmm. versus the Bucks at Texans. I think four and one to start the year here. For this team, that's what I asked. Hey, why, why didn't Why didn't you guys say home against the Cowboys? Today? <laughs> I didn't want to get there. And then they're home I against the Cowboys. I didn't want to get there yet. I was just, I, I know, brother. It's not right, Week Darren. Six. That's not right. You Week can't cheat. Well, I was going. You can't first cheat like five. that, Darren. At least, I, look here, Sal. Darren, you can't cheat. They're like a that. top five defense 
Yeah, I think last year they finished seventh or eighth in overall defense, and they were missing half their defense. Right, guys right. sat the year out. They've spent a mm -hmm. ton of money. Smith, uh, Hunter Henry, kind of like a poor man's Gronk and Hernandez. They'll keep uh, Aguilar was pretty decent for the Raiders last year. He really was. Yeah, decent. ATDs. Um, ATDs I, he's not a world beater, but. Uh, he gives some speed to that team. Uh, will Harry's boy uh, from uh, Arizona State ever do anything? We'll see. Uh, and kill Harry, right? Harry, will he ever do I think he made a great catch or something today. He, well, he ran a it, good route or something. People get excited on Twitter about almost anything. And, uh, and it, well, isn't, doesn't it make sense for Harris to see the ball a lot more, running the ball yeah. this year now? Uh, so I, I do think... There's nowhere but up for this team from eight wins. Their offense is mm -hmm. going to be better. And if it's not better right away, we're going to see Mac Jones, and Mac Jones will be better uh, than, than what obviously Newton can offer if Newton's not getting the job done. So, Well, I'm trying to I'm trying to look here, and I'm looking at the so same with the Dolphins. Week 14 is such a late buy, and especially if you're looking to insert a rookie quarterback, mm. usually you do it after a bye week, mm. you know, get the extra – we could Ooh, practice yeah. or an easy home game. I'm trying to see where you put Mac Jones in here. It might be at Houston or home against Dallas. Like if, I don't know, of course it depends. Yeah, if, if they're, they're two and three after Newton, five games, so yeah. you probably see right. Mac Jones at home against Dallas or something like that. Um, right. Some, I, I some, can see that. Somewhere but, there. you know, so I think that's why they brought in these tight ends. I think Newton's going to, they got guys to stretch the field. And, and mm -hmm. I think Newton's going to just, a lot of play action, a lot of rollouts. He's going to hit. I think hopefully he spent the year, you know, just getting his arm strength back a little bit. You no. Know? Yep. You know, I'm going to say this. I say they beat Tampa. And if they don't, that's when Mac Jones comes in at Houston. Mm. Like, even if they won the last three before yeah. that, that game, I think is that's, the, that game is, I think that's the spot to put him out. That game is going to be fun. Because you can't take Cam out if he does that for Belichick, right? If he wins, beats Tampa. Uh, at home, I think he's sure. got the job for a little more. But if he loses that game, um, and they'll be an underdog, right? Brian, did you see anything on that? New England tab. Uh, I didn't. I yeah. didn't. But they got to be. Yeah, they'll they be getting points, points yeah. there. Unless they got to be at least crazy. three. At least yeah. three, right? Right. All right, uh, Brian. Just add a little color here. Will you like the over? I like the over. Polly kid, your brother likes the over. Yeah, I like the over. I don't see Belichick struggling in back-to-back -back seasons. I, I mean, I think last year, you know, obviously the opt-outs put a monkey wrench in things. Cam not having time to work on things. Um, but look, I don't think Cam's going to be very good. He'll he'll be serviceable probably. But again, you can. When Mac Jones is ready, you know, if they are losing games, I, I'd have some faith in Mac Jones winning those games. But they do have an awesome offensive yeah. line. Their their offensive line is really good and mm -hmm. as of right now is healthy. It does seem like they have a lot of injuries usually there. I like the tight ends they brought in. Damian Harris, like you said, uh, definitely the bright yep. spot, right? An underrated back, and I hope Belichick, at least for fantasy purposes, <laughs> if I ever do take them, they go to one one main guy. But it's mm -hmm. likely, you know, their their defense is going to be one of the best in football again. Uh, their toughest non-conference games are at home. Um, so every game they have is winnable. Uh, if you look at their schedule, you, you can't necessarily pick a game and say they're definitely losing that game. Every game is winnable. I think they get to 10 wins. And like I said, if they need to go to Mac Jones earlier, mm -hmm. uh, they certainly will. Um I'm so glad Edelman's not on this team anymore. Won't be tempted to draft him fantasy four rounds early than, I, than <laughs> anyone else would. I will say this. 
this is a big year for Josh McDaniels, right? Because if they have a middling yeah. offense, our offense was 27th last year. He may have already screwed up. He probably should have taken one of those jobs, one of those 40 jobs yeah. he was offered over the last sure. few years. But if they're a 20th ranked offense or something, not saying he'll never get hired, but um, the better deals are, are probably in his uh, rearview mirror at that point. Harry, you don't like this Patriots team. Nah, seven wins last year, so you got to get 10 to win the bet. Uh, a lot like Tua, I don't have trust in Cam at all entering his 11th season. He had eight touchdown passes last year. Eight. That's it. They were 30th in passing, and like you said, no Edelman. Who takes over for Edelman now? Is it Kendrick Bourne, uh, who they got from San Francisco, who's never had more than five touchdowns in a season? Al Galore, Darren mentioned, had a good season last year. Very good. But, I mean, is he going to be able to fit into this offense, the tight ends? I just don't know. they got good players. They don't have great players on offense here. Defensively, they were good last year, but still only 26th in uh, in sacks. Uh, they did pick up the kid from Bama, Barrymore, uh, the defensive tackle. Maybe that'll turn things around for them. But overall here, I just don't have faith in Cam. I don't know if Mac Jones, if he does come in, can get it done too in terms of getting the game won late in the fourth quarters. Uh, I think asking for 10 to win this bet is a lot. Uh, either a push or it's a loss. Belichick loves that Barmore kid from Bama. The, they give up two fours for, to get up to get that second rounder at 38 mm-hmm. overall. Also defensively, they have Kyle Van Oy back, and they signed uh, Matt Judon from Baltimore, uh, who had six sacks yep. last year. Gave him $56 million. All right, so three of us say over. Harry says under, which, uh, and for the playoffs, yes is plus 126, kind of like that. The no is minus 154. And let's now go to the Jets. Two and 14 last year. Their over under is six. Again, this is lame. I'm landing right on six. Yeah. Um, people like Robert Sala more than Gase. People like Zach Wilson more than Sam Darnold. But let's go over some, what they yep, did. Some. Oh, and 13. And then they won two of the last three. They're 23 and 57 over the last five years. They have nine losses by double digits last year. They didn't score 30 points once last year. They have a lot of work to do. There's a lot of work to do to climb from two wins to get to seven if you're going the over, right? So it's it's on its face, especially with maybe the Patriots getting better in division. I mean, not that they won anything in the division anyway last year. It's going to be tough to get a plus five net. Um, the quarterback coach died, right? Or was he a passing specialist? The poor, poor guy, like, a uh, bike accident yeah. was his name. It was uh, Greg Knapp, right? Knapp, Knapp. That's yes. sad. Yep. You know, Zach Wilson just signed, took a red eye back to New York, and do terrible showing the next day. I'm not going to put too much stock right. in. I think it was a little better um, the next day. They have uh, Mike Lafleur, Matt Lafleur, the Packers coach's brother, offensive coordinator, 34 years old, comes over from San yep. Francisco. The Falcons' assistant head coach Jeff Ulbrich is the defensive coordinator. You know. Obviously, they switched everything up there. Week one against Carolina at Carolina, Harry. That's a big, that's the Harry Bowl right there. Oh. Sam Darnold yep. against uh, his old team. <laughs> uh, their schedule is a little easy in the beginning. Six of the first seven uh, against teams that didn't make the playoffs. Pick up Corey Davis. I don't know. You know, you, you look at them. They're still, Bri, we look at it, talk about games they're going to be favored in. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Four or five. Looking at Not this, many. I give them losses. I give them first three losses at Carolina, New England, and at Denver. I think oh. loss, loss, loss. Um, I like Zach Wilson to put up numbers this year, but I don't <laughs> think they get over six, and it's a boring pick, but I have it 
right at 6-11 and 11 for the Jets, which, again, a four-game improvement for last year, um, even though there's the extra game. Uh, Parlay Kid, you like the under. I gotta take the under here. So I do know what you're saying with the uh, possible push here at six. Uh, I could see that's like their ceiling. I think the Jets' ceiling is six. So uh, I'll take the under uh, here just for the fact that, look, it's gonna take the new coaching stuff, which I really do. I root for the Jets. I'm a Cowboys fan. Obviously, I don't really root for any other teams, but I do have a soft spot for the Jets. I hope they do well. Right. They're not really a threat to the Cowboys, so why not root for them here uh, in New York? But I do like this coaching staff they've assembled. I think it's a very good coaching staff right now with Salah and um, LaFleur mm-hmm. coming over, Salah on the defensive side as the head coach, uh, and, and LaFleur running the offense. But you're also asking a lot from a rookie quarterback who played at BYU last year, okay? Didn't right. play at Alabama, uh, who really didn't light the world up against Coastal Carolina when we saw them uh, play in that game last year. He's going to be good. But to ask him to take this team from a two-win team to, say, a seven-win team, I know we're saying, you know, as six is a push worst-case scenario. Uh, I just don't see how they're going to make those improvements. Now, Carl Lawson was a... Very big addition on the defensive side of the ball. But what did they really do on the offensive side of the ball? Corey Davis, kind of just an, uh, been a very pedestrian receiver and a good offense in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, Tevin Coleman, uh, uh, Keelan Cole, another wide receiver. None of these uh, are exciting pickups to me on the offensive side of the ball. The offense is still going to struggle for a year or two here until Wilson gets his, uh, you know, gets some experience. They win five games max, Sal, here. Take the under. All right. Yeah, they did load up on the offense. They Their first four draft picks were offense. They took yeah. their USC lineman yeah. there, Vera Tucker. They're, they're trying. They're definitely trying. Like, no, like- zero offensive skill players in the Pro Bowl in the last five years. Right. Zero. Right. Uh, they, they have they have a lot of work to do. That's the thing with a two-win team to get them to six or seven. Sure. I think we're spoiled by the success of the rookie quarterbacks Last year, right? Because Tua played on a winning team last year, even though his yeah his, Herbert all his shortcomings. Right, we saw Herbert was great. Burrow looked and, really you know, good. Burrow was, was was about to be great before he got. But hurt. even so but I think even we're spoiled. Even those even like Burrow wasn't lifting his team to like win after right. win. It's it's going to take Wilson time to do that, right. especially again that for him it's a much. I think it's even a bigger jump for him being that he was at BYU. Okay, that's mm-hmm. just whatever. All right, so now Harry has to take the Jets over. He might take them to make the playoffs at plus 490 because Sam Darnold, a player he inexplicably hates, is off the team. And so now he thinks whoever's in, whether it's Zach Wilson or whatever whatever magic they pull here, the Jets, is going to turn them around. So sell us on the over, Harry. Over six. Yeah, definitely. Uh, It's Al Saturday night. I had a good time trying to convince your father, who's a big-time Jets fan. (laughs) Of how it's going to go, how they're going to get seven wins here. Look, they have, Jets have hope for the first time in a long time. New coach, new quarterback, new attitude for Gotham Green. I, I Listen, we're finally going to show, and I've, I've, I've pretty much shown it already, but no one has officially said where I was right about Sam Darnold. He's gone. He stinks. He's going to be terrible in Carolina. It's going to be a nightmare for them. Zach Wilson's going to come in. He had 50 touchdowns, I think, for BYU. He can do it with his, he can do it with his legs, too. The, the Jets did resign, give Crowder a new deal. 
Uh, Corey Davis may be a new environment. He turns it around a little bit here. They got Mims from Baylor two years ago, and they gra- gra- uh, drafted Elijah Moore uh, out of Mississippi, a wide receiver. That he's got weapons here. Uh, again, Darren, you said no, no big splash on offense, but uh, enough of the, the old running backs that they got. They drafted, and this might be a steal in the draft, UNC running back Michael Carter, who had like back-to-back 1,000-yard like rushing seasons. He had 1,300 last year. Um, finally, maybe a guy that can get them those extra yards that they need, touchdowns in, inside, the red, uh, inside the red zone, inside the 10. I'm going to take the Jets, take a shot, over six. They get to seven here. First time in a long time. They drafted two guys named Michael Carter because they picked the wrong one the first time. <laughs> right? they, mm-hmm. they screwed that up. Uh, <laughs> is there going to be a Sunday game in week one that we're going to be rooting harder for than uh, Carolina over the Jets? Guys, Paul, the Cowboys I can't play wait. Thursday, so it doesn't matter. Who do your Raiders play, uh, Brian, week one? We haven't looked. Uh, Who do they play? The Raiders. Uh, well, they have that. Su- they have the Sunday. Oh no, that's uh, Rams. That's right. Right. Darnold has three hundred. Oh, no, so that's yeah. it. Yeah, Raiders have Baltimore. the loss. Yeah, Ra- Raiders have the loss. Week one, Monday. But, night. but I'm yeah. saying for Sunday, our teams are playing Thursday and Monday. Right. That Monday game. That Ravens game yeah. is Monday. Yep. Sunday, we're going to be rooting the hardest for Carolina to beat the Jets. That's the only game. Just so Harry could. We eat should. It. We should send Harry to that game. We really should. <laughs> You're going to interview oh, Sam, When, when Sam Wilson Arnold. goes for two touchdowns and 300 yards and Darnold has three picks and no touchdowns, it will be again proven that Sam Darnold was an awful pick. I mean, the Jets and three of the last four games are at Miami versus Tampa and at Buffalo. That's three double-digit win teams. Like, so I don't know how many wins do they have to have going into that stretch, really? In New Orleans and Philly before that. I don't know. I'm, I'm hitting it six, and I'm a little hesitant to go six, but that's... Uh, that's what I'm going with. All right, so let's go to what are we doing? Favorite prop for the division? Yes. Uh, I gave out a couple already just in things that we've covered, just glossed over. I liked Zach Wilson at 7-1 to one to be offensive player of the year. Now you say, or rookie of the year, rather. Um, now you say, how do you have him going 6-11? and 11? Well, I just think he's going to get a lot of reps. Like as much, it's probably going to be a quarterback, right? Although I bet in Vegas, Pitts at 10-1. to one. Um, yeah. But, well, let's face it, there's four quarter rookie quarterback starting this year. So one of them is going to get it. And I'll go Zach Wilson, not because he takes his team to the playoffs, but I just think his numbers will be better than everyone else's. I liked Belichick for coach of the year. I said 22 to one odds guy hasn't won in a decade. If they win 10 or 11 games, I think those are uh, good numbers, but I'm going Josh Allen under 475 and a half rushing yards. Um, Mm. Two year, three years ago, 631, two years ago, 510. Last year, 421. I know he has the extra game. So you say, all right, 421, he should go over if he just stays on pace. I think you're going to see less and less rushing out of Josh Allen. That's kind of what we see out of all these quarterbacks, right? They make their way as rushing quarterbacks, and then they don't feel like running. And especially since he's gone from 59% to 69% pass accuracy, you know, I don't think he's going to see. And and probably, kid, you like their running game, Buffalo, this year. I'm going Josh Allen under 475 and a half. I don't think he uh, calls his own number as much as he has in previous years. Harry, go ahead. You know, uh, sticking with Buffalo, you're a big Stefan Diggs guy. Yeah, we mentioned the trade. Probably the best ever for the Bills. I'm going to take, he had a great season last year. Diggs at plus 420 to have the most regular season receptions. He had 127 last year, 166 targets. Played every single game. Most receptions ever. 
than he's ever had in his career. Most he ever had in Minnesota was 102. And if you're going to look at the guys that are going to be close to him, um, Kelsey had 145. Like I mentioned, Diggs, 166 targets, 145. Kelsey had last year. Adams had 149. Darren, uh, Parley Kids, uh, excuse me, uh, Bryce uh, Waller had 145. He's 17 to 1 for actually most uh, receptions. That's pretty good, too. But uh, but also, I'm gonna, like I said, I'm going to take Diggs for most receptions, had the most targets out of those guys last year. Uh, Hopkins had 160 ta- targets, but he's got some issues with Arizona right now, too. So Diggs at plus 420, most. Regular season receptions, pretty good. Did time. you say he had the most last year receptions? In yeah. his career, in no, his no, career. but I think he had for the year. Who had the most? He had the he had the most, right? Diggs didn't he yeah. have the most. Yeah. yeah. All right, you might want to lead with that too. I mean, it's plus four twenty. Yeah, he had eleven more receptions than uh, Travis Kelsey, mm-hmm. so plus four twenty is not bad. And uh, I'm trying to think who else. Twenty-one more targets. I, I think I had Adam. I think I bet in Vegas. I bet Adams and Jefferson to have the most. Yards, but those because those odds were like uh 15, and I think Jefferson was yeah, like they had good odds or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. He only had 88 last year, but who knows what goes on. All right, uh, brother Bry, give us a division prop. Well, I'll also say, I didn't, uh, I think by accident we just missed it, but the Jets, I also like the uh, I like the Jets to hit six. Uh, games oh, I'm as sorry. Well. Did I not go that, to you? That's okay. Go you ahead. and I yeah, had yeah. the same, well, you and I had the same, but I just like the yeah. Jets at six, and that was uh, six to one. Yeah. So yeah, we. I don't think we need to say anything further about that, about that team. But uh, yeah. So for my player prop, I do like Will Fuller under 840 and a half yards. Uh, most of the time, when we see these free agent wide receivers uh, move teams, that receiver usually doesn't live up to the height. Uh, you know, there's there's no doubt when Fuller's on the field, he's a legit threat. He's a guy who could put up 200 yards a game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't count on him playing all the time. So. Last year was the first year he went over 700 yards in five seasons. So last first over 700 yards. So granted, his per game stats last year were good, and he was suspended for the last five games of the season. So he's going to miss the first game of the season this year, so you're already down to 16. Mm-hmm. They're going to have plenty of weapons. So they're going to have Parker, they're going to have Gusecki, they're going to have Waddle. Um, so he, but that missing that first game is going to hurt him. We don't know what two is going to be. You know, well, he's going to have to stay healthy for 14, 15 games, I think, to hit this or 14 games to hit this. And my money would say uh, no, go under. Uh, he's not healthy. There you go. All right. Yeah. I mean, look, I, I love the unders. We love. We, yeah. we don't love like watch. It's not a fun watch to root for injuries or, or whatever, but they pump up these numbers so much. My God. Yeah. I want to take under. I, I went under Allen rushing yards. I'm going to try to go under for big props all across the board. Brian just went under with Fuller. Um, and Parley Kid, you like Tua under 3,900 yards, basically. Uh, Tua under uh, basically 30, what is it? 3,899 and a half passing mm-hmm. yards. Basically, we've told ourselves anyway, right? that we should just hit all unders on these player props just Mm -hmm. because of injury. There's almost like no injury that's factored into this. So even if Tua stayed healthy, he'd have to average about 230 passing yards a game. That's not an overwhelming amount. But in his nine starts last year, he averaged 200 yards a game passing. So you have to have an increase of 30 yards a game with no injury for him to go over this number. I think, you know, basically what is 3,900 yards 
for a guy that has an injury history, right? I, yep. I've hobbled often, even in games he played last year, I feel like. Even with the new weapons, mm-hmm. I think this is a rather safe one. Uh, I think it's minus uh, 112 here to go under 3,899 and a half yards. Let's take the under, mm-hmm. as we say. But we roll with the unders anyway, so let's just take another one here. You know, I'm looking. Uh, I I should have looked into this, but I'm looking at last year's quarterbacks, right? So, um, obviously, Dak went under. Burrow went under. Lamar Jackson, 2,700 yards. He went under. Mm. Um, I'm just looking at all these starters. Trubisky went under at 2,000. Jimmy G started, right? He, yeah, he went under, under for sure. Whoever yep. was Washington, if they gave Haskins a number, he went under. Um, I'm not even looking at the, under. The, the better ones. Yeah, Dag, I said, uh, um, you know, Cam went under. Wentz Breeze went under. Breeze, Darnold. Yeah, I haven't even looked at the top tier guys. Like, Russell Wilson probably went under at 4,200 yards. Derek Carr, they went under. Um, Goff went under for sure. I know that. Big Ben went under. Big Ben. Yeah. All these guys. And Daniel Jones probably, right? He didn't get 3,000 yards. The unders yeah. are the way to go. I didn't even look at, like, running back and stuff. Like, these guys that constantly are, are getting hurt. Um, but, yeah, the unders are the way, and it's not fun to root for. Yeah. But that's the AFC East. I think we did a good job. We didn't offer much variety there. I think we mo- mostly like the Patriots, and we all like the the Bills uh, to do well. Um, and Harry is uh, pulling big for the Jets. But we will – preview the AFC North mm. on Thursday. But right now, let's switch to baseball. Oh, yeah, baseball. Vaughn, that dream tie game. Bottom of the ninth, bases loaded on FanDuel Sportsbook. You get more than one shot to swing for the fences because FanDuel is letting you place your first bet risk-free. That's right. New users get up to $1,000 back in site credit if your first bet doesn't win. It only gets better from there. Check out FanDuel's new promo live every Tuesday. That's today. It's $5.00. Dinger Tuesday, place a $25 or more wager on any player to hit a home run on Tuesday and get a $5 bonus in site credit for every home run hit in the game. Max $25. There's a reason FanDuel Sportsbook's America's number one sportsbook. The app is simple to use. Got great odds on all different betting markets. And when you win, FanDuel pays you winnings in as little as 24 hours. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app and sign up with promo code against all odds. Get in on the action. That's FanDuel Sportsbook. Promo code against all odds. It's fun with these dingers, right? We could be sitting in a sports book and have a team bet on a team that's down 7-2 in the third inning, and you just have to sit there like mm. an idiot. But with the $5 dingers, guys, you get a couple more at-bats from your guys, right? You might do the FanDuel promotion. It's fun. Do we have uh, anybody like a, anyone to hit a home run today? $5 dinger? Meatballs, did you look into this or anybody? I don't know. We have – there's some uh, good pitching Let's go Rizzo here. on the Yankees. He forgets his first Yankee Stadium home run, so – I don't know what first the- Yankee Stadium home run. Yep. All right. There you go. I'm guessing it's probably like what three to one. Mikey Meatballs uh, should have somebody ready to go, though. I would think he's got somebody too. What do you think, Mike? So Rizzo, Rizzo is plus three twenty today. But the five dollar dinger gets you twenty five to one. Uh yeah. Harry, you like anyone? Robbie Ray to hit a home run? <laughs> how about uh how about Mookie Betts today? Mookie Betts, let's see what he is. Hit one the other day when he played second base, right? Right, right, right. For the first yeah. time in a while. Yeah, they play the Astros. Yeah, they're a big favorite with Bueller, minus 180. And you like 
Mookie Betts to hit a home run. He is well, he's down there. Oh, plus 470. All right. Take that. There you go. That's the way to do it. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. Sign up with promo code against all odds. It's time for Sharp Tank. Yes. Three guys, degenerate trifecta. They each give me their best bets for either today or tomorrow, and I'm going to buy one of them from them. Harry, we'll start you off. You mentioned Bueller in that game. You like these Dodgers? I do. I like the Dodgers over the Astros. Big series here. Minus one and a half. Let's go minus one and a half at plus 122 on Fando McCullers versus the Walker Bueller. Uh, McCullers last two starts for the Astros. He's given up eight earned runs. Meanwhile, Bueller has been tremendous all season, 11 and one, 2.21 ERA. And in his last 27 and a third innings, he's only yielded three earned runs. Bueller and the Dodgers get it going tonight. Offensively, LA explodes on McCullers. Minus one and a half at plus 122 for the Dodgers. All right. Parley kid, I know it's tough with baseball every single day. Really hard to get your head above water just with some of these teams. But what do you like? Are you giving us baseball? No. Tuesday? No. My sharp tank's going to be uh, going to roll with American freestyle wrestler David Taylor to win gold at mm. minus 135. Uh, he's won his last 47 international matches uh, and has never. Uh, lost to anybody, uh, any of his competitors that he will be facing. So wow. uh, minus 135, um, it's not a sure thing because this is the Olympics, the best of the best, but uh, Penn State guy, uh, we know what they're made of. So uh, let's roll with David Taylor at minus 135 to win gold in men's freestyle wrestling. All right, brother Bry, what do you like? All right. I told you, it's funny because I told you I'm going to take USA uh, over Australia and you said which game and you are 100% right because uh, they have the men's basketball, women's basketball, women's soccer, all playing versus Australia. Uh, so I'm going to go with the mm. women's uh, women's minus 15 and a half against the Australia. So I already lost this bet, I'll admit, in the exhibition right before uh, <laughs> the actual Olympics started. Uh, I think it was 15 and a half that game too. And uh, Australia ended up winning that game. But I will say uh, that was definitely a feel-out game. USA was up 16 really early in that game before they started subbing some some people out there. And the Australian women have been terrible uh, recently. They lost to China. They got beat up to Belgium. Um, So I think this is a little bit of a revenge game here. And USA women win a blowout uh, to cover the 15 and a half. You know, if we do all three USA over Australia's, Hey, uh, plus one hundred three, plus one hundred three, right? Oh, just just a win, just a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, you could do the lines. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Just oh just yeah, yeah. Purely just oh, rooting yeah. for them. You got the USA oh, yeah, women yeah. Sure. Uh, soccer sure. minus one forty, and then the others are gigantic favorites. The two right. Uh, basketball. I mean, they they did have a draw with Australia the first time right. to the women's soccer, so uh, that's a possibility. But I, I would think they would. Come back, show think. some resiliency here and not, you know. The goalie's uh, out, right, though? Is she out? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much. Right. So who's going to make those two stops? <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, yeah, if you took if you took yes. all three Austra- yes. uh, USA teams to win or cover, it's uh, plus 522, which I, I might do a little bit on that, too. All right. That's yep. fun. Either way. All right. You're on your own there, though, brother, Bri, because I'm jumping yeah, sure, on no, uh, Paul no Kid, David Taylor. Minus 135. I like it. I like Penn it. Penn State wrestler. Paulie Kidd's got a bunch of 
Oh, you must love it, Parlay Kid. You got you won betting women's wrestling, right? Yeah, I won uh Mensa stock today. Uh won some little bit of money on. Um she won gold uh Beautiful. this morning for the at 5 15 a.m. around I, at some point. <laughs> uh she won gold. So uh let's go. Let's have this, let's have the men roll right now. I'm I, I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna be fun. These times are crazy. It's sucking up a lot of sleep from us. But, uh, Joel, you try to get Brian to watch the USA game. Which USA game? The basketball? No, this was in Vegas. I texted him around 5 a.m. to watch the USA game. And he did. He, he was still at the table. Yeah, he was, <laughs> so I, so I, texted, I texted Harry, and he was at the table, too. But that was the breakfast yeah. table, so that doesn't matter. <laughs> what, time, what time is that wrestling match in Anchorage time, Darren? I don't know. Tell me. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know what time. You tell me. Time wise. Bragging again. Anchorage Bragging time, is on another know. vacation. <laughs> Joel, have you ever seen anything like this? <laughs> Joel, what's the good point, bad point here? What's, yeah, yeah. Well, all right. Good point uh, goes to Sal. Week one, Carolina and the Jets, the Harry mm -hmm. Bowl. I would never, Can't I would wait. never be looking forward to this game. I mean, unless PJ Walker beats out Sam Darnold mm -hmm. to become the starter, uh, we got to figure out some should, sort of mistakes. Should get the nod for the Harry Bowl. Should get the nod. And what's a what's a bad point? Uh, Are there any? The bad point. There was one. Uh, there was unfortunately so much patriot love in here. I thought I was working <laughs> on a different podcast. Jesus. <laughs> oh, God, I you don't guys. want to take them. Up. Believe me, I I rooted hard against the Patriot, and it's it was. You know, it, it wasn't feasible that the Patriots and Tampa, neither one of them was going to do well. But now I think the page, I like the Patriots this year, but it, it kills me. I don't want that team to, to excel. I know. I know. No, is, I, I mean, anything in uh, anything over 20 yards this season is a Hail Mary for Cam Newton. So we'll, uh, I, I, I'm with you guys. I think Mac Jones becomes a starter probably mm -hmm. shortly after that. Tampa right. game. There you go. Sal, Sal I, think, I think Bill Simmons was really, I think you were really right. I think he was mad he wasn't invited to my birthday party. I didn't see him at all. Didn't talk to him at all. You didn't? No. Well, there are a lot of people there. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. I think Ken Great said time. something to him. He said he didn't care he was out of town. But uh, yeah. Joel, right. what happened? You have another, you have, um, oh, you have your roast jokes. Joe, I asked Joel if he would write a couple of roast jokes for me because I got roasted and um, and I had to have a rebuttal and he did supply me with a, a few uh, good ones. But there were some that were never used. And you want to read some of these? I mean, I did. I like the ones you picked, but there were a couple. The couple that were left mm -hmm. on the cutting All room right. floor. Fire, I mean, it really, you're talking um, about Adam, the, the ringer and Simmons. It was really cathartic, like Joel. I'm like, hey, Simmons isn't even roasting me. You're right. You have 25 jokes about Simmons here. What happened? <laughs> so I imagine that's going to read. Well, those are, you know, one for you, one for me. <laughs> that's how I do. Mm -hmm. uh, one, you, one you didn't use was uh, Adam Carolla loves construction and building stuff around the house, but you really can't fix a broken <laughs> home. Mm -hmm. All right. <clears throat> Um, Adam's relationship is so fucked up. They won't even take his call on love line. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, saying, saying Harry has a gambling problem is like saying baby doll has a smoking problem. <laughs> That's true. That's he true. was great this weekend. He was great. He had a blast. Always good. Always good. Yeah. Um, nice. Jeff Ross, you're one of a kind. No, seriously. You look like an albino walrus. <laughs> even Poor Jeff Ross couldn't make it. He could, uh, Ran into the COVID at the last minute, or was just finishing up. We're, we're thinking of your roast master. 
he's gonna he's gonna pull through. <laughs> Go ahead, you I don't know. I, I still want to work in this business, so I don't know how many of these I can read. All right, okay. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> okay. One more. One more. Jimmy, I'm very fortunate to have you as a cousin. We're very close, but not nearly as close together as the eyes are on your face. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> See, I want to work in the business too. That's why I didn't do that. All right. Uh, there you go. We will be back uh, Thursday, right, to preview the AFC North, the Pittsburgh nice. Steelers. I don't know. Maybe we'll have a guest. Should we have a guest on? For that, should we get Ike Taylor? Sure. I, I think I think Damashek would be mad if we had Ike Taylor on. That'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, nice. Browns, Bengals, Ravens, and Steelers. We'll hit that on Thursday. That'll do it for another episode of Against All Odds for the Degenerate Trifecta: Babyface Joel Solomon, Mikey Meatballs. I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping. Na, 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 na.